Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Every week, we dissect, mutilate, dismember, and butcher all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. What are we talking about this week, Joe? This week, we're talking about our favorite horror movies of 2014. Oh, yeah. can't even imagine that's probably my worst nightmare <laughs> no i guess it's not my worst nightmare but i definitely wouldn't be happy about it <laughs> well happy new year joe you too it's 2015 it is which means you are barraged by about a million articles listing what anything you want any list you want for the end of the year you can find it online you can absolutely and we are going to be no different in that sense. <laughs> so original. Hey, it fills up an episode, right? <laughs> yeah. Get it done. So this week we are going to be talking about our favorite movies of 2014. Yes. So now we started this podcast like the last week of December. <laughs> so we weren't completely up to snuff with every movie that was released in 2014 but in the last literally seven days we have watched it's more like five is I, it i i, 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 I can't even remember when we record it's been a lot it's been short time yeah i was trying to enter all of my all the movies we watched like i'm trying to keep notes on them because i watched so many and i was like trying to put the date i watched them no recollection because they've just been every day, every night I've been watching them trying to just get us up to snuff. And we've watched over 12. It's it, Well, it's crazy because every year I keep track of how many movies I watch mm-hmm. through an app. And I've wa- I watched like 150 movies this year alone. And just for this podcast, I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen any like the big ones that I really wanted to. So we crammed like 12 and five days, days, six yeah. days. <laughs> it's crazy. That's, that's crazy. And it's it's so funny because before this... As a father, you like lose all this time. But I had like a list of horror movies. I was like, I'm gonna watch these. Like, I just want to watch these. Never got to them. Never got to them. And in the span of five days, I've watched over 12 horror movies. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was what, awesome. I'm like so glad that we decided to do this show because <laughs> I finally got motivated to watch all the things that I wanted to watch. It, it's like an ex- you said, I keep putting on the back burner. Like, there's these movies I really wanted to watch, and then I just be like, eh, I'm gonna lay yeah. on the couch and do nothing. Th- that's exactly right. Or like. It's just an excuse. I can, like, my wife, who actually likes horror movies, but it's just, you know, you can't watch a horror movie every night, but now I have an excuse. But, but now we can. Now we now, can. Now we have to. And she actually doesn't care. Like, she believes this excuse. So please, no one tell her that this is... <laughs> the, the four of you listening, don't tell her that there's four of you listening. Just 
just re-download the show like multiple times. So I can look, there's like 60 people depending on me <laughs> to watch there's dozens of them to watch uh, make them die slowly. So please, <laughs> I, we have to watch this tonight. I have to for for the fans, honey, the fans. <laughs> so needless to say, it was. Uh, I wouldn't say it was grueling. It went by pretty fast, actually. I actually loved it. I loved it, I too. haven't done that since like my college days, where I just binge-watch horror. And- I just wanted a tiniest break to play video games, because I'd be like, ooh, I want to play a game tonight. And then I was like, oh, I hear shit, you. I've got I like hear six you. more movies to go. I know. Like, um, so yeah, so we are pumped, and I think we've seen some of the best of 2014. For sure. Offer. For sure. At least, yeah, I would say so. I don't think anyone's going to be annoyed at what we left off. Well, I mean, everyone's annoyed by what we leave <laughs> off, but I, I think they'll understand. Yeah, and and you know, there's obviously some that I still have high hopes for, but mm-hmm. I do think we hit a lot of the big ones. Right. Yeah. So let's get this started. Let's talk about this. Uh, so where where do we start? I mean, this is this was a wild uh, this was a wild ride. I mean, okay. Do you want to start with honorable mentions, maybe? first get them out of the way um yeah let's also talk about the beer we're drinking oh yeah we are drinking beers again um we are drinking founder's breakfast stout and it it's a little bit like heaven in your mouth it's delicious it's so good so good and i was chugging these during some of the more fun horror movies that we watched (laughs) they weren't the beers were not fun during some of okay there's there's some movies that if i drank i would just cry myself to sleep and i was pretty close (laughs) Pretty close on some of those. So uh, Starry Eyes chose not to drink, but that's because I had to split that one in half. I had to split that movie in half. I had to watch half one day and half the other because my wife fell asleep. Uh, but I was super glad I didn't drink Yeah, I that. wouldn't have been able to handle that. I would have just cried all night. Um, yeah, so I guess... Can, okay, so how about this? How about we start... Let's just talk about... Let's give a rundown of all the movies that we have watched and watched over this year that are kind of just in the running or in lists that we've seen, whether they're on our list or not. So we'll just go through a bunch of the movies we watched and just kind of as a primer, just okay. just so people know what what's in our pool, okay. what's in our wheelhouse. Yeah. And I mean, we saw more than this, but this is kind of just a narrowed down version. Yeah. So Babadook, Babadook the Babadook, yep. right? I should probably pronounce the names correctly. I just have my notes. So is it? it's the Babadook, right? Yes. All right. Tusk. Tusk. Housebound. Taking of Deborah Morgan, the taking of Deborah Morgan. Logan. Logan. Oh, yes. oh, and that is written that way. So I don't know why I said that. What did I? Morgan, because that's oh, from, from Dexter. Dexter. I know, dude. I've been saying it nonstop since I watched this movie, and it pisses me off. Oh, I hate her so much. Uh, the Sacrament, The Den, Willow Creek, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, Starry Eyes, Dead Snow, Red versus Dead, The Guest. Do you have anything else? Uh, I had Exist, and okay. I th- actually threw Gone Girl and Nightcrawler on my list, even though they're really? not technically horror, but I'll explain that a little later. I didn't see Gone Girl, but Nightcrawler, that's a stretch. I mean, the guest, I, in my opinion, I'll, is a stretch, but I, I'll, less of I, a stretch. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'll explain it later. Okay, that's fine. Did we so, say Willow Creek? Yeah, we <laughs> We did. Can't, can't forget that one. We did. And no, we won't. And maybe we should just start there because it's not on either of our yeah, let's top, top of our things. So Willow Creek was probably one of the last ones I watched. And I can't even begin to, I 
explain how disappointing that was to watch. Like in the middle of all these amazing movies. From that list, I mean, was there any movie that you were just like completely disappointed with? Willow Creek. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That that's and that's crazy. Like that yeah, that was the biggest disappointment. That movie was awful. And this is by this this is on people's top ten lists. Yeah. And here's the thing. I went in with high expectations because I actually have enjoyed Bobcat Goldwhite's directing the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I love Bigfoot. I fucking love like just create like anything that has to do with cryptozoology or creatures in the woods. I, I just love it. So I had high hopes. You can ask anybody that I know. I am the biggest fan. Okay. When Super 8 came out, all I want and Cloverfield, all I wanted was a furry monster. Bring the furry monsters back. Why do they all have scales? Yeah, tentacles. And slime. I agree, dude. Bigfoot Bring the fur is the back. Best. Yeah, no, Bigfoot is amazing. And I was so pumped. And this movie was an absolute nightmare. And we're probably going to say some spoilers in this episode. Uh, I, I was going to try not to, but I think it's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, talking about this one. Like, we might slip. I, so, I mean, if, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say, really. I mean, if you don't care about these movies, our top ones we won't spoil. Yeah. Let's do that. The best ones we won't spoil. I mean, also, I'll, I'll try my best to tiptoe around. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to try and spoil anything, but I am going to spoil Willow Creek because it was such an <laughs> abomination that you shouldn't watch it. So we talked about this, actually, I think last week about the graininess of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Which is awesome. It adds that feel to it, like you shouldn't be watching it. And to me, The Den, which we will talk about later, same it did something that it's hard to do in a found footage movie, which is make it look grainy and like, should I be watching this? Is this real? Like, kind of, yeah. even though you know it's not real, it, it, it suspends disbelief. And that was, that was like, to me, that was huge. Like, I've never seen anyone like that digital, using digital to do that was amazing. Regardless, these people are trying to film a documentary on the shittiest quality footage I've ever, like a home. VCR, like a cassette camera. See, this is why I like that aspect, because these, are, these aren't professional filmmakers. They're just two jamokes. No, but he's trying to be a professional filmmaker. But yeah, he? but, yeah but, but he's not. <laughs> so that, I guess I like that. But at the same time, and by the way, his best acting was when he was trying to be a bad actor, which I don't know if it's acting or not. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like trying to talk on the microphone... It's just awful. It's it, it, it was just awful. Anyway, so that was my first problem was just the quality. And then let's just fast forward because it's all bullshit. Well, the, the, let's not forget the side characters that they introduce. Like the, the like I the, can't rub my head hard enough right now. I'm the like Bob so Dylan of Bigfoot. What do they call them? Like, I feel like I've been doing this. Asshole. I feel like I've been doing this podcast for like three hours already <laughs> just because of this movie. So yeah, the singers. Oh my gosh! Oh my! How, why are there multiple singers singing about Bigfoot? <laughs> I don't. Is, it, is you that had a thing to include in that twice? No. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Like we got it. It's a big thing in this town. You don't need to include two people singing two Bigfoot songs. I I agree. And it, it was nutty. One of the as weird as this sounds, like I said, I've said this before. I don't like Paranormal Activity. I don't like the Blair Witch Project. But after watching this. I actually want to go back and revisit them because, <laughs> like, it can't be worse. Like, it, it can't it be can't. more boring with nothing 
less happening in them. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. There is about a 30-minute scene of them sitting in a tent. In a fucking tent. In silence. Dead silence. Also, if you're... Oh, my God. So you could say to me, you could you could argue, and one of you might, what would you do in a tent if you heard something outside? Wouldn't you be quiet? Totally. Agreed. And you guys <laughs> made this point to me before. It was, it was Yes, that's super realistic. I hear those noises in a Bigfoot-infested area. I'm going to be scared shitless. I'll be scared shitless for probably 20 minutes. You don't need to include the full 20 minutes of me being scared shitless in, in a, a movie. fucking movie. It's not real time. <laughs> Mr. Goldthwaite, you don't have to record the movie in real time. You can edit <laughs> things out at the end. Uh, yeah, it was, it was awful. And I guess I won't ruin the ending for you, but guess what? See, all right. <laughs> The ending was <laughs> the ending was so stupid that I almost liked the entire movie because of it. Like that, no. it, it was so absurd. <laughs> no. that I was like, "Wait a second, I think I like this now." No, 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 no. <laughs> no you're, you're getting. I need to talk about this, and I like this confused because <laughs> at the end I was like, "I need somebody else to watch this because I need to talk to somebody about how fu- how fucking stupid this was." It was so insanely stupid. See, I revel in stupidity. So, like, what it was also like, <laughs> there's, I'm trying to think of a good example. I know there's been other times in my life where something's happened for like two hours. I'm like, man, this sucks. And then one thing happens. I'm like, that was so stupid. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> you realize almost, that. But see, that's, that's that because point. you realize the whole thing's ironic. And this isn't. <laughs> this is not. And it's just not good enough. Anyway, we should probably stop talking about this movie because. We've, yeah, that did not make my best of we'll, list. And we'll probably be spending way more time on this than any other. Can I, I, so I want to ask you something, though, before we move on. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score of Willow Creek was? Oh, okay. So, And then I'm going to ask you what you think the IMDb score Actually, was. let's save that. We're going to save Guess the Score until after okay, the, right. after our break. Um, so we're going to keep moving. But yeah, we're going to introduce a new segment on the show where we're going to try and guess, guess Rotten Tomato scores of great and terrible movies. Nice. That's and just w- see how awful... People on the internet. That was are. the worst segue to our new segment that I could have ever done. <laughs> Half an hour too early. <laughs> hey, hey, it works, man. Um, all right. So with that out of the way, because that was legitimately the worst movie that we watched. Yes. Without a doubt. Yes. I, I can't even believe it made lists. And but. B- before we go to the next one, I'll just throw in that you did not watch this movie, but I watched this movie called Exists, which was directed by the guy who actually made the first Blair Witch Project. And it was another movie about Bigfoot. And... I see people online tearing it apart. I fucking loved it because it didn't beat around the bush. Like Bigfoot was just in your face from the get-go. It was another found footage. Uh, I think it was with GoPros. But Bigfoot was there. And he was just terrorizing shit and he was fucking shit up the entire time. And that's what it. I want to see. That's what I want to see too. I, and I also see a goddamn Bigfoot I, movie I like starring Go- Bigfoot. I like the GoPro aspect. I, I do I, too. I think that's great. I think that's a great way of... Using like real technology instead of just yeah. like, oh, we've all got these wonderful cameras. I mean, I can understand why people are getting tired of found footage, but I'm not there yet, and I enjoyed using the go. I mean, it is I what love it is. Found it's, footage. it's the age that we live in. It's I love like found footage. Shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just I think found footage just kind of immerses you a little bit, and it may be lazy in the sense that I think it's a tool to like, like I tell you, like suspend your disbelief. I think that's a big part of horror. Yeah. So I think found footage is a tool. It could be used lazily in the sense that it's like, well, we need to suspend their disbelief, so let's just pretend it's real. Right. And use a camera. And then if the movie sucks, it still kind of seems real. <laughs> but, you know, it's right. not. So my two cents is if you're going to watch a Bigfoot movie, watch a Bigfoot movie that 
you know, features sure. Bigfoot. Sure. So I would choose exists. All right. So I guess we'll start with, um, you know what? Why don't we do our top five first? And then we'll go back and do the honorable mentions and cover any movies that aren't in each of our top five. Okay. Uh, right. Does our top five have to be in order? Because I don't know if I have a clear cut top five. I just have five that I would choose. I have a clear cut. I don't have a clear cut five, but I kind of do. So um, why don't you why don't you take the lead? All right. Yeah, I'll take the lead. So coming in at number five, this is when we have a really dazzling graphic and <laughs> that we can't afford. Um <laughs> Coming in at number five, I have personally. See, now I'm like rethinking all of these. It's hard, man. It was really tough. Um, taking of Deborah Logan. That would not make my top five. Really? It would not. It would just miss the cut. I really enjoyed it. Um, but that, to be honest, that's that's inter- that was swappable with the den for me. The den is definitely in my okay. So the, the those two are. Let's just talk about Deborah Logan first, because if it's not on yours, and yeah. we'll f- factor it in lower. Uh, taking of Deborah Logan. Who was the director on that? That was uh, no one. No one that I really knew. It was this guy Adam Robitel. Found footage again. What I loved about this movie was, first of all, it blew my mind at the beginning when they were using medical footage medical language and like stock footage of like hospital scenarios like a real documentary would yeah because it wasn't even like found footage it was people making a documentary on alzheimer's and they at least and again suspending your disbelief for a second i was like well how did this all get in if it's found footage they are editing during the process right they are like there's multiple references to like telling each other to finish editing and things like that. Yeah. So they are editing during this. So even if it is, yeah, found footage, even if it was, yeah, then this is, it, it adds up in right. the end, which I thought was great. And just the adding that medical part just really was awesome. And I guess we should kind of talk about just synopsis of it. Yeah. So it's a woman who has Alzheimer's and they kind of invite a student film crew in who it's part of her like doctorate or whatever her college education is to make a film about, uh, about this medical issue. And she chose Alzheimer's and they were going to come live with her and kind of just show the effects of Alzheimer's throughout the course of however long it was intended to be. And then things go awry. Yes. It's not Alzheimer's. It's something a little more evil. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. I love it. And it was a slow burn too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Even though I didn't put it in my top five, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty fresh take on demonic possession. Yeah, I think we both said like our top, our, our bottom, our number fives and number fours for us were pretty, pretty interchangeable. interchangeable. Yeah. All the movies we watched were really good. The lady who played Deborah Logan was Dude. amazing. And we'll talk about this after the break, but I have a list of my favorite actors from these movies and who we who we think should be the best of 2014 in horror i already have my number one i know you do i know exactly who it is (laughs) joe okay (laughs) we'll save that for later but yeah she was incredible and part of it is just her look she looked awful (laughs) yeah in the best way possible she reminded me of the lady from pet cemetery you know that disgustingly skinny lady yep yeah she was really skinny but man you want to talk about like looking like they just plucked you out of the real world. Like she looked so real and she fit that part. Like 
that bitchy, cranky old lady part fit her. Yeah. Dead nuts, man. She was great. Dude, that levitation in the kitchen. That was wild. That fucking was fucking awesome. That was that wild. Was a great scene. Spoiler alert. Not really. Spoiler not really. Alert. I mean, you know shit's going to go fucking, down. Who sees an exorcist movie <laughs> and doesn't expect levitation? So, um, great movie. The only problem I had with it, and, and I really overlooked it because it was that good, which I always think there's always going to be caveats to horror movies. There's always going to be yeah. crap that doesn't make sense. Because it's all fiction. Guys, <laughs> newsflash, it's all fictional. Sorry. It's still real to me too, damn it. But <laughs> some of it is fictional. Uh, I, I, just to cut you off for a second, I, I was thinking about that, thinking about another movie on our list, mm-hmm. and like, our society <laughs> overanalyzes stuff so much that- It's not realistic. <laughs> dude, can you imagine like in 1980, but, oh, Friday the 13th was cool, but no way Jason could have survived underwater for six years. Shut <laughs> up. It's a fucking movie. <laughs> Hellraiser can't have pins in his ass. Jason would never be able to survive in outer space. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, it's crazy. Fucking enjoy it. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta let some of that stuff fly. But so towards the end of this, what I and I think a good horror movie is when you can overlook that kind of stuff. Yeah, like it's there's these things that you're like, ugh, and then in the end you're like, I, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> it was so good. Like I actually enjoyed that. Like, um, so what and, was it? So the things I didn't like were it kind of – so it started out like like we said with that uh, medical footage and stuff. It started out really unique and doing something I've never seen in it, adding that stuff, like a real film. And then it slowly just dissolved into your standard found footage film. And this is a spoiler, but at the end, there is like every other C- uh, found footage, there's the CGI monster in the end. And honestly, I think that's remedied by just using real props. I forget what they call it. We have a friend that's in that industry, but they call it like physical special effects or something. Give me that monster. I mean, that would have been hard and it cost a ton of money probably, but give me the physical special effects on that found footage style, that grainier footage. Yeah. And I'm all about it. That's amazing. I, I'm in agreement with that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's It's just that CGI always... You see it in the end and you're like, it's almost like a cheap way out kind of like, I don't know. It was so good. And that that still didn't affect me because I loved that effect. Luckily, I mean, they didn't overuse it. It was just that like a brief scene. So I guess, I guess that you're right. You can overlook it. What I did like about this movie was it had like a really good backstory on on Deborah Logan. That's true. And that's something I'm not even thinking about, but that's probably what drew me in the most. That, that story about the possession yeah. It was really driving. That was a great story. Layers to it. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. And that's something you don't really see in possession either. It's just... No, they just get possessed. There's just a ghoul yeah. hanging out at your house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we bought a house with a fucking demon in the backseat. Like, uh, yeah, fucking... Yeah. Sucks for us. Like, sucks for you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it, that's great. Um, yeah, and that's why it made my number five spot. Joe, what do you have? Well, the, den, the den was my number five. You're, okay, so... You want to bring us through the den? What's the concept there? Yeah, let's talk about the den. It was directed by Zachary Donahue, who, as far as I know, this was his first real movie, first really? big movie. Really, The den tells a story of a girl who uses a social networking program that's kind of like chat roulette. Yeah. And this is a I'd say one. it's the closest thing it's to. <laughs> it's like chat roulette, but a lot less dicks. <laughs> oh, there's, there's plenty of dicks on there. <laughs> 
I don't know. And show us your tits. <laughs> one time I went on chat roulette, and every time I clicked, it was just a fucking dong after dong. I've never seen anything like that. Live dongs? Just like, dude, just fucking dudes, just their dongs flapping around. I, what? I, also found, I mean, I found it weird because chat roulette was big, you know, six years ago. I don't know. Whatever. That's so, besides the point. So this girl, this girl well, uses here, this I'm website. just going to just pipe in for a second. So this movie was like, this is weird. It was made in Russia. Was it? It was made and released in Russia first. I'm almost positive. So I th- I was expecting subtitles 100%. And then it appears to be a completely American movie. Yeah. It's weird. I, w- I would have never assumed it was a, f- a foreign movie. No. It, and, and the guy isn't foreign. No. Zachary Donahue. No. It's, it's really weird. Um, actually, I'm just going to pull up the Wikipedia real fast because it, it's actually kind of interesting because... People might say that this is a 2013 film. IMDb lists it as 2013. Actually, a couple of these were, but... Whatever. But United States, 2014. Right. Yeah. Russia, released first, December 2013. It wasn't released in America till 2014 in March, which is wild. But um, actually, recently, I'm just going to... This is totally... Not totally off topic, but just interesting, and I think horror fans would appreciate this. I listened to Sam Raimi on The Nerdist recently. Yeah. Great interview if you care about at all, which you probably do about Evil Dead or anything, you have to listen to it. But the interesting thing was American distributors wanted nothing to do with Evil Dead. So they met this distributor who was like, I'll get it overseas. They love it. They love horror overseas. They sold it to Italy. They sold it to France. They sold it to all these places in theaters, like in big theaters. like, And they were doing crazy. That's when America finally jumped on board. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the same situation huh. with the den. They sold it to Russia, did great, and then finally an American distributor was like, "All right, we'll release it." Yeah, too. It's, it was it just interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, why don't you continue with uh, kind of what the story is about? So it's chat roulette. This one's I don't want to spoil because I mean it's definitely worth checking out. It's this girl uses social media. She witnesses something that she shouldn't, and through the social media and through the computer, her life just spirals out of control yeah. and it it doesn't let off the gas. Once it starts, it doesn't let off the gas. No. And like I was pleasantly surprised. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was wondering where it was gonna take me. And there's just something about the times that we live in and the technology we all use technology yep. and the fact that it can be used against you at any time and we as people like we post pictures of ourselves. We put all our information online. All this shit online. Like, yeah, like, it's crazy. I think about it all the time. People are always complaining. You know, NSA is spying on us. They don't need to. They don't need we to tell we, them everything. We post it all online. We put for everything free. online. Yeah. Anyone can find anything about us at any given time. That's what drives me nuts. That that's what pisses me off. Anybody that is complaining on Facebook about the NSA, you're complaining on fucking Facebook. You're compla- a, you're complaining on Facebook, and like, are you really like? Well, I set my privacy settings to lock. <laughs> who, who gives a shit? People are trying to break into bank. People aren't trying. They are breaking into online bank accounts. What do you think they're going to do to your Facebook? It, I know. And that's that's the world that we live in. And yeah. that's why this movie kept me on the edge of my seat. As I'm watching on my laptop, I'm like, uh, somebody's probably watching me right now. It was crazy. And I mean, people, it, it was wild. And it's a really great concept. And it was actually one I had to I sit on. I love the end, too. The end Did this scare you? Um, scare no, but it made me uneasy okay. the entire time, and it, you know, there was there was some jump scares. There's... I watched this at night. I started it 
one night and it scared the shit out of me. I don't know what it was, if I was just in a fucking mood, but I was, it scared the shit out of me. I don't know why. I was just, it, it just, I didn't like it. It's almost hard to distinguish the difference between scare and being made uneasy because yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was on, I was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just intense. It was weird. It was yeah. Intense. And maybe I was just uneasy and that, I don't know. Maybe uneasy leads to being scared, but great movie. Yes. Great ending. I really enjoyed that one also. Uh, but again, that was kind of on my, that was on my line. I, I had a bunch of on the line type of movies. Yeah. Looking at everything I've written down, like I, I thought I had a solid list and I'm like, fuck, I did it. There was a lot that kind of just blended together. Now this one was on my, on my line. And the more I thought about it, just blew way over. And I'm now I'm thinking about it. I have a solid four that I really enjoyed this year. Number four. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Okay. I can, I can dig loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved the shit out of this. Dude, I did too. I, and maybe it's because I went in with like the lowest expectations ever. I did too. I didn't think like I saw this on uh, like being talked about and getting rave reviews. I was Same. like, "There's no because I've seen the original. I yep. thought I did not like the original. I think it was low on bloody disgusting's list, not too low, but maybe like a six or seven spot. And I was like, "Well, I give it a shot. I mean, we already had watched um, a lot of the the top ones that people had been ranking, so I I figured we'd throw that in there. So happy I watched it. I. Sometimes I think the slasher movie's dead, and in ways it is. But this was like a legitimate, I want to say original, but being that it's sort of <laughs> but, a remake. But I've never seen a movie that references the movie it's remaking in the movie. It's so fucking it, meta, it, it like hurts my brain. It, was, it blew my mind at the beginning. Yeah, so I don't think this is a spoiler. I mean, it literally happens in the first minutes of the movie. It tells you in the synopsis. Right, yeah. Too. So this movie, which I thought was a remake, is actually sort of a sequel in the sense that they acknowledge that the 1976 movie was made. Yeah. And they show clips from it in yeah. the movie. The characters watch Constantly. it in the movie. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've never seen a movie like that. Um, I love this movie. I loved it. I love the I love characters it. that they had. I love the gore. I love yeah. the kills. So synopsis real quick. Uh, if I guess you, don't, you wouldn't have had to see the original, but no. basically... Same town as the original, uh, Texarkana, Texarkana, which is uh, actually where my grandmother was born and raised. Oh, nice. Yep. And three of her brothers died in like farm accidents. Does she know about the Phantom Killer? You know what? I wish I could ask her. She's dead. Okay. Uh, I really wish I could ask her though. I almost want. I might ask my uncle to see if he remembers. Um, I mean, because she would have been around that time. Because it is based on a true. Yeah, it's uh, a true event, which is nuts. Absolutely crazy. But anyway, same town as the original. Basically, the original was made as sort of a documentary type of thing. Is like is how I took it. Like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of a documentary. Is what the original the original town that dreaded sundown is. They play it every year, which does happen. They still do that. Which um, is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and it's funded by the town, which is insane. Because <laughs> yeah. in the movie, it's like, oh, the town hates it, but the kids are crazy. Kids are doing it. Yeah. Uh, and basically, the Phantom Killer returns. Right. And I, that's really it. Terrorizes the main character. Yeah. And yeah, it, it loved was a fun, it. It was a fun ride. It was a real. I, I thought it was well made. It was entertaining. So 
first of all, the blood splatter in this was amazing. (laughs) Amazing. It was. There was a kill scene in a vehicle. That's not a spoiler, right? I mean, it's just a kill scene. No, it's a fucking kill scene. You know you're somebody's going to die. Where the blood was splattering. Yeah. Over every window. It was like, no, that would never happen. It was it. I loved it. I loved it so, so much. I love when somebody gets killed and blood just splatters all over. Everywhere. <laughs> that happened in so many movies we watched. And this was nuts. It. And I swear, it cut to like every side of the vehicle. Front, It went to the front windshield. Blood all over it. Yeah. Side. Blood all over it. Back. Side. Oh, man. It was wild. I absolutely loved it. And honestly, it was like a straight up classic slasher. It was. 100%. It was like Friday the 13th before it got ridiculous. It was amazing. Yeah. I was so happy to see that. You know what? I actually, I had it a little lower, but now that we're talking about it, I'm like, that's what I happened to me too. Uh, it was off my list, and as the days went on, I was like, man, that movie was awesome. I could watch that again. It was. Fuck. That was a really <laughs> cool movie. I, I thought that movie was really cool. Um, yeah, I would. I would. You have to see it. That's my opinion on that one. Yeah, I think you have to see it. it. It's so worth your time. It's highly recommended. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, you're number four. I probably just ruined it, but... See, now I don't know. Now I might just agree that that was my number four. I was thinking that's fine. of going with The Sacrament. Okay. Ty well, West, The Sacrament. Okay, this is perfect. So it's my next one. It's okay, my so number let's three. talk about it. It's my number three. So why don't you give us a rundown of The Sacrament? So the set, uh, should I say who it's based on? Is that too much of a spoiler? No, because I, well, you know what? (laughs) Let me just click on what its synopsis is on IMDb, because I feel like if the synopsis says it, then we're fine, right? Right. So while he's checking that, I'll just say that Ty West directed it, who did House of the Devil, which is fucking amazing. He did the Innkeepers. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. The Innkeepers was good. Yes, I, I mean I'm more partial to House of the Devil, but uh, this guy, oh, House this of the Devil, making a name for himself. Dude, in my House eyes. of the Devil was one of my like all time favorites. I loved House. Dude, it's fantastic. Devil. I Dude, love those old seventies green like feel. It it like made my heart, and it's you know what makes him good is because this movie is so insanely different from House of the Devil, and he still made amazing movie. Yeah, this movie, this movie, I lo- I love anything that has to do with like religious aspects. Um, and the fact that not only can this happen, but it basically did happen. Yeah. Just like. It doesn't really say it in the IMDb thing, but I mean, I think we just kind of have to spoil it a little bit. Just a tad. Not not really spoil it, guys. Yeah. It, it takes. I mean, here, I'm going to read the synopsis. and A news team trails a man as he travels to an undisclosed location to find his missing, missing sister. Upon entering Eden Parish, the meeting and meeting the community's leader it becomes apparent to the news the newcomers man i should not read <laughs> uh newcomers that this paradise may not be as it seems and there's a giant cross on the poster so i mean i think people get so, the idea that of what it is yeah maybe i'll be cryptic it's a religious i'll be cryptic about it, it it's, it's kind of like a cult with the, yeah based on a real life guy for any Dipset fans out there, um, has shares the same name as the rapper from Dipset. Let's 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 put it this way. I mean, literally within minutes of meeting this guy, you understand what the movie is based on. Yeah, if you know any portion of yeah. history. <laughs> but anyways, with <laughs> this movie, 
like I just felt like it captured what people really felt like during that event mm-hmm. and how terrifying it must have been, and it like put me in that place, and yeah. I was like, holy shit! Like I could not imagine. Yep. Like this really happening in real life, and it did. Yeah, and I think so. This movie, and it's kind of worn off on me now, so it's hard to talk about. But at the time, that was that. This movie was heavy, heavy, there, heavy, there's heavy. There's a scene in that movie. At the end, that like just ruined my night. I was like, "Fuck!" Honestly, there were multiple scenes. Any scene, you I want to say it, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, but I mean, it was it, the end was tough to watch. Kind of, it was a little too realistic. At the beginning, that realism was great, though. It really sucked you in. They used um, so the news guys are actually supposed to be from the news organization Vice. If you know if you've watched any of Vice's specials, this looks like it was edited by Vice. It might have been too. I mean, it was amazing how even the guys talking, the news guys, talked exactly like Vice. Yeah. Vice anchors. It was amazing. They even used Vice signed artists, because they have a record label, Vice Records. Yeah. And they even used Annie's uh, I think it's called Bubblegum is the name of the song or something like that. But they even used that song. And I was like, this is this is great. Like this really ties this together and really makes it great. And it was so well done. Yeah. And it doesn't use the graininess, but then again, I don't know. Kids today aren't even going to understand what grainy footage is, but this took place modern day, right? Which I don't have a problem with. And it's a professional news group. Yeah. So I'm okay with it, but it it just goes back to our conversation about you like that graininess in a movie. Yeah. Um, but but like yeah, but this one I didn't mind because it was Vice. You know, it's a professional crew. Yeah, you know, it's gonna they have better equipment. Yeah, and what I was also thinking about when I watched this was, so it doesn't have the grainy aspect, which is fine because guess what? Our technology is so good, nothing's grainy anymore. Right. But what I what what is sad is we're gonna lose that as the internet and like all the information out there is gonna ruin that aspect of like, is this. Where, how did this movie like how did this movie get made and like because now everything's search horror movies and it's there yeah it's a horror movie it's not like when you were picking up a movie from a video store it might have been in the horror section but you were like fuck this look a little too real like yeah yeah what the shit is this like and it had all these warnings on it and like oh fuck and now it's just like on the internet like you see the director you see the yeah, actors no, I agree with you. and that kind of that's and that's nothing against the sacrament that's just something i thought about while i was watching it but i love that movie it was my number three okay number three and what is your number three then see is it it cheating to do a tie because honestly i love tusk so fucking much that i want to put it up there and it's so funny that your tusk is like (laughs) either three or not on the list Yeah, yeah. It's either so good or so bad. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> so is Tusk a good movie? No, no. I hated it. I hated it. Was, and I can understand that. But the fact that Tusk exists, like it's the cool. fact that this, the fact that there's a movie where this dude turns a man into a fucking walrus, yeah, yeah. exists, it blows my mind. You know what? Honestly. Maybe Kevin Smith should have taken less money because to me it was just a little too polished, a little too 
overacted in something. I, no, I, I do not agree with that. I don't the, know, dude, man. the fact that Johnny Depp is in this fucking movie oh, God. is amazing. Everything about this movie was amazing to me. I saw it in theaters. I was the only, <laughs> me and the person I went with were the only two people in the theater. Yeah. Really probably the only two people that saw it in that theater in total. And it was so fun. That guy who what was <laughs> I forget the guy's name. The guy that turns him into the walrus. Oh, I, I forget his Who loves name Mr. Too. Tusk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything he said was fucking gold. And that there's one scene where he's so menacing. Yeah. Right when all the shit's Howard. about to go down. Howard Howard Ho <laughs> Ho? Howard Haw? Something Howie. like that. Howard Howie. Something Howard like Howe. that. Yeah. Howard Howe. <laughs> whatever, whatever fucking asshole's name is. He, he's talking and then out of nowhere he drops his line about answering the age old question, is man really a walrus at heart? And he says it so nonchalantly, it's just thrown in there and I had to pause and I think I laughed for like the next fifteen minutes. Like, wait, wait, what? Because at this point I didn't know where the movie was going. I was like, this can't be fucking real. And then I thought the tra- the way the monster looks when he gets transformed, mm-hmm. it was just fucking awesome. It, 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 dude, it was like a B-movie of the old days. But see, that's, that's I guess, my problem, is it wasn't B-movie. Because it's they too much money? They spent a fortune on it. And, well, not a And I shouldn't even say a fortune, because it was pretty low budget compared to other Hollywood movies. But, like, if you listen to Kevin Smith's podcast, and I love Kevin Smith. I really do. And I really wanted to like this movie, and I went in... I begged my wife for so long to watch this movie and we watched it and we were both like, Oh boy, <laughs> that was, and it's not even that I don't like it. Your wife told me it was worse than Geely. I know she's, <laughs> she, she well, uh, sorry, honey, but you fell asleep for like most of the middle and then woke up at the end and was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Which is so funny. That might be funny. I almost wish I watched it that way because I'd be like, Oh shit. What, what did I miss? Like, Honestly, those Johnny Depp scenes like dragged for me. Like it was just. I agree that the Johnny Depp scene did. Drag. It was a little too long too. It was just I don't know. I just didn't. It didn't strike me. And it's funny because you say I understand how you couldn't like it. I do. And I understand how people could like it. I really it, get it. I I I get it. It teeters the line so. Well. You either loved it or you hated yeah. it. Yeah. And I fall in the loved it category. Yeah, I, not a fan. Um, so then. My, the other part of my part three would have to be Housebound. Okay. I loved Housebound. Housebound was... Let's save it. Okay. Why? You have it higher up? Yeah. Uh, let's just move on to number two, though, and we'll find it. We'll figure out where it lands. It's number... Oh, shut up. All right. <laughs> number two. With, uh, I have Babadook. Did not make my top five list. And... I am... My mouth is agape. <laughs> it did not... Now, hear me out. I love the Babadook. I respect you, though, because everybody put it as one. And, and and I don't want to say that I didn't put it in my top five list because it's, you know, it's the popular Like we said, these, these movies were amazing. Like, all the movies we watched were so good. Here's why it's not in my top five list. I thought it was great. I thought the psychological horror was great. I yep. thought the, uh, the book character was great. Yep. That fucking kid was the pit. I hated I him. I, I hated him. I hated his screaming. I hated his yelling. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> I fucking hated him. And it just took it... Like, all the movies that I've mentioned so far, I would oh, watch mama. again. <laughs> we screaming in the car. Oh, that was brutal. But I think it was intended to be brutal. Be that as it may, it was fucking brutal. Yeah, it, I, I just loved it. I thought... 
I thought the world of the Babadook. Uh, when I when I saw it, I thought for sure I was like, "Oh, this got to be like top two. And then I watched the other ones, and the Babadook got bumped. The characters were amazing. The concept was great. The fact that they kind of they managed to do something which a lot of movies don't do, which is almost put an explanation behind the crazy things that are happening because you didn't know whether cause she was losing sleep at the same time all of this was happening. Oh, is this all spoilers? Anyway, um, so the psychological, the, the the hallucinations she has, the fact that they were giving this a medical diagnosis was awesome, in my opinion. Like, yeah, no, I, I agree. There were outs. There were outs to everything that was happening. So you didn't know at the end whether this Baba Duke was real or not. Yeah. And I, I thought that was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I loved the movie. I yeah. thought it was great. I thought it was unique. By the way, at this point in these last few movies that we're about to talk about, if you haven't seen them, you have to go watch them before you listen to us talk anyway, because they were so good. <laughs> all, all these movies I could yeah. not recommend. Yeah. I, I, this year was great for horror. Yeah, it really was. It was really great. Uh, you're number two. It's fucking Dead Snow. That was really good. Dead vs. Red. That was really that, good. It was so over the top. Yep. It was in... Everything was such bad taste, <laughs> but it was done so well that you're not like, this is trying so hard, or you're not like, this is offending me. Yeah. It was just... It was just over-the-top, cheesy, gory fun. The whole movie was just fun. I agree. I'm not a big fan of comedy and horror. I, there's there's a line. So I think there's a lot of comedy in all horror. There always is. I like the more subtle, low-key, just chuckle and kind of move on. Or like more character-driven. This had like... And by the way, not even complaining because I laugh my ass off during this movie. But I don't like that sometimes. I, and when I watch a horror movie, I don't. I, I personally, and I know people love it. I would rather have a creepy feel. But yeah. this movie was, it was so, so fun cool. to me. It, it reminded, was so fun, yeah. It, it was like Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2 on like a, a modern day budget to me. Like it was just that type of feel. Like yeah. fun, just kicking ass, gore. And I mean, that's. I think that's always what that movie was intended to be. It was, yeah. I mean, they were in a cabin. <laughs> and they find it, it, I mean it is it's evil fucking Nazi, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just with Nazis yeah it is okay, get another drink here um, um, but th- that movie like I said it was just the only word to describe it for me was fun I think I was grinning ear to ear the whole time and like at every kill I was like no fucking way like just geeking out over it so definitely the funniest movie on the list even um, Martin even, Star even with Zombie Squad was phenomenal even with all the child killing <laughs> More child killing than I've ever seen in a horror movie, and it is the funniest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Everything was such bad taste, and like killing a child is so taboo, even in horror movies. And they just fucking not only do they kill it, they just like blast them away. Almost even more in horror movies. I feel like sometimes horror movies go out of their way not to kill a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because they're like, we can't do that. Yeah, that crosses the line. And this happened. This just multiple yeah, times. Fucking blows them out of the water. And without even without even the hesitation of, so if you do see this in like a, a modern United States movie, there will be a little hesitation there uh, whether to make you wonder whether they're going to they kill, kill them or not. not. Whether they're going to kill this kid or not. And they usually don't. Almost always don't. And this, this movie, comes, comes no out of nowhere. Hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation. Just killing children. That's what I'm saying. They put like 
what movie could pull that off? Where you're like, no one. At any point where you're like, oh my god, they just killed that kid. No, you're just like, no. wow, they just killed that kid. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, like, it no was movie, crazy. Like, I can't believe that happened. I know it was wild. Uh, and it was, and again, it was super funny. I, I, it's just not my thing. And the fight scenes were great. They, they were so well choreographed. <laughs> they were. I hate Family Guy, but I'm not gonna lie. The chicken Peter Griffin fight scenes. Crack me up because it's like it's like a great action movie. I, there's nothing wrong with a great fight scene, and they animate it so well. But this these fight scenes are on par with something that is animated and can do whatever they want. Yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's like some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. The finale fight was so good. Yeah, so good. And again, it suspended your disbelief with some of the situations that they were put in. It was great. This was actually my number one movie of the year until I watched my number one. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's how everything works. But uh, I didn't think anything was going to beat this. Yeah. That's how much I liked it. Yeah. Um, number one. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me? To? I'll go first. We you might as well first. just keep it going. So my number one was Housebound. And I'm going to make a case for you okay. right now about why Housebound was my absolute favorite. The leading actress was amazing, I thought. Agreed. I thought she was so good, so funny, great emotion. They packed so much. It was in like an hour and 40 minutes. So my favorite time frame for a horror movie is an hour and 30 minutes because I think you can do a perfect horror movie I, in an I, hour and 30 minutes. Agreed. You go two hours, you better pull it off. Yes. Really well. And, and there are some on our list that actually did that. I, I forget which ones were two hours now. Um, but we definitely had some on there. But so it was an hour and 40 minutes and they killed it. They packed so much into it. First of all, it's like people under the stairs meets Evil Dead. That's a good comparison. It was incredible. I, I loved it. And you know what? Honestly, they add a little bit of emotion to the end and that like, that's when I knew how much I loved it. The emotion at the end, like like heartfelt emotion in the horror movie. I, Housebound it's was... It's not around anymore. Yeah. Housebound had elements of like every Everything. genre. <laughs> the, the acting was phenomenal, like you said. Yeah. The storyline took so many twists and turns that Dude, you didn't, you didn't know even know what you were going. watching. You didn't yeah. even know what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah, I thought like you don't know like supernatural is it going to be a slasher? Is it going to be like what? Like it just took you the all movie over. poster is a swerve in and of itself. Did you look at the I movie did. poster? I did. I did. So I, I I can't even spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But even the movie poster throws you off track of what the movie is actually about, which yeah. I think is incredible. Yeah, most genius move. I'm going to read the synopsis here for you guys. Kylie, oh boy, these beers don't help reading a synopsis. Um, <clears throat> Kylie Bucknell is forced to return to the house she grew up in when court places her on home detention. Her punishment, her punishment is made all the more unbearable by the fact she has to live with her mother, Miriam, a well-intentioned blabbermouth who, who is convinced that the house is haunted. Kylie dismisses Miriam's superstitions as nothing more than a distraction. This is the most long-winded synopsis I've ever seen. <laughs> Distractions from a life occupied by boiled vegetables and small-town gossip. This is the most wordy fucking synopsis. I'm so sorry I picked this one. Oh, my God. How, however, this is like a spoiler. However, when she, too, becomes privy to unsettling whispers and strange bumps in the night, she begins to wonder whether she inherited her overactive imagination or if the house is, in fact, possessed by a hostile spirit 
who's less than happy about the new living arrangement. It's a pretty good synopsis, except for <laughs> detailing the daily lives of these two fucking characters. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so sorry about that. Great movie, though. The heart, the... Oh, it was just great, man. It had every element. I love a movie when me and my wife are watching it, and we are like, we're talking during it, but not not over it. We're just like, oh, shit. This is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or one thing I kept saying was... um I kept being like, oh, it's like the old guy from Home Alone. Like, I always felt like these baddies were going to turn into good guys, like in Home Alone. And, yeah. You know, whatever. And it happened multiple times, so no spoiler. Just like, and we didn't even know. You can't spoil said. this movie because you don't know where it's going to fucking take you away watching it. And it's like 10 turns. <laughs> it really is. Even if I told you the end, you'd start watching it and be like, this guy's fucking lied to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This fucking idiot didn't watch the wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> Watched Homeward Bound. Uh <laughs> I thought it was phenomenal, man. It, and the fact that it just... And again, like, so this was pretty funny. Like, I chuckled a bunch of times. It was right in that wheelhouse of, like, Evil Dead, People Under the Stairs, where it doesn't take you out of the movie. Where Whereas Dead Snow... I laughed so hard, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is a horror movie I'm supposed to be watching. Whereas this, I would just laugh. and it, But it felt like just the character. Yeah, it was Like, when the girl would say... Yeah. When the girl would just say some smart ass thing to her mom i would laugh but that was her character and I, that it didn't it wasn't like a joke it wasn't like a punchline so right so i didn't get taken out of it i just i i chuckled out loud yeah no don't get me wrong this movie was phenomenal like i said it, was so it would good. be my number three yeah um yeah don't get me wrong it'd be my number three <laughs> not good enough for my number one <laughs> well joe well that's because my number what's one. your fucking number one <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because i <laughs> my number one's not even a horror movie. No, it's not. <laughs> and that's why it's not on my list. God damn it. And this shouldn't be on yours. But I don't give a shit. No, we'll talk about that. It was that. close I, enough to horror. No, I, honestly, it's in horror for me. It was. <laughs> but, uh, and I'll yeah. explain why. I feel like I'm going to lose so <laughs> Saying this, all my viewers, all the v- listeners are going to be like, eh, fuck. Well, when you start using, when you're going to start this off with Man Crush, because that's what you have, <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose some. You're going to get unfollowed. I hope wait, wait, wait. check your follower wait, account wait. before we release this. I hope it drops. Did I tell you I was going to start off with that? No, but I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, Joe. <laughs> Joe. My number Joe, one, Joe. my favorite, which is more of a thriller than a horror, but it's like I said, it's close enough. It's The Guest, directed by Adam Wingard, who did Your Next, who we talked about last week. Who Sean ra- what Sean raved over, but this I one do, I rave do, over the guest. I do love it. And I honestly, loved this movie so much. The, the guest, like every part of it blew my mind. Yeah. And Sean alluded to a man crush. And fuck yeah, that dude, Dan Stevens, <laughs> who is like a chubby butler on Downton Abbey, just fucking <laughs> shredded weight, got buff, and became a fucking maniac in this movie. And he oh, was man. awesome. This guy made this movie for me. His facial expressions, his attitude, his swagger. So I didn't know he was in movie. Downton Abbey. Yeah. That that, that <laughs> see now now it makes now it makes sense that this guy is like a great actor because he's he's from the BBC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now this makes a lot more sense because I thought this guy was an amazing actor. Dude, look what he looked like in Downton. Come on, get yeah, like, the fuck out of here, little butler. Oh my gosh, he was a great actor though. This guy's acting—I mean, even like 
the simplest looks that he would give yeah. during certain scenes, I would just like geek out. And this movie, it just it took you on a ride, and it started off like you you kind of knew where it was going the whole time, and then when it got into its final act, it just went full throttle, didn't let off the gas. It reminded me of just like ridiculous '80s action thrillers. And I fucking loved it. I can't say enough about it. I loved every scene in it. I loved the direction. I loved the synth sounds. I loved the lines. I loved the supporting characters. Everything about it. It was a, it was really good. I think that the lack of characters in it was great. I think yeah. they didn't overexpose. Like they didn't have to hire so many actors. Um, the music. It made me feel like I was watching an eighties. Action cheese flick. Yeah. Uh, the synth sounds. The it was and it was but the only thing that was different was it was so loud in the movie. It was like over all other sounds and I loved it, man. It just it like sucked you in. It did. I mean, like a hands down, this was my favorite movie that I watched of the year. And I don't even know like there's better movies out there probably. But fuck it. This movie was my, the shit. Hey, man, it's all subjective. Like, it, that, that's what our last episode was about, man. It's Everyone's going to have a different opinion, so it doesn't matter. Like, Adam Wingard is slowly becoming, like, my hero. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, mean... You can just tell so, he loves... Like, he grew up on the same shit that I grew up on, and he just puts it into his movies, and he pulls it off well. Here's what he does that I find so amazing... He does not he doesn't waste a single minute in his movies. You're next. Same goddamn thing. And, and I don't I don't think it's bad. I, it's not in a bad way when I say same thing. It is it's a amazing formula where you know right off the bat what is happening. He doesn't need a backstory to explain this. He tells the backstory during the movie. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And that's incredible. Yeah. Without wasting a single minute of your time, he builds it into the slow parts of the movie. There, it, there wasn't a slow part in this movie. There wasn't, though. But, I mean, there's some storytelling parts is what I mean. Yeah. And, and and that's how they tell the story. And it, it's absolutely incredible. I This guy this guy is really great. I mean, him and Ty West. Yeah. yeah. New splat pack. Yeah, Adam Wingard's my number one right now. And, you know, fuck with everyone else. I think this, I think this proved it for me also. Um the guy's acting was incredible again. So what I thought was really great about this was it was, and this is going to make no sense. It's so contradictory. It was very <laughs> subtle and over the top at the same time. It was. It, uh, how do you do that? He pulled it off. So th- Yeah. Exactly. I don't even know how to say it besides that, but it is what it is. Like when so, you're watching it, you you don't realize that it's over the top. And then when you let it sink in, you're like, that was fucking is, insane. It's insane. But at the same time, it was just so subtle. It's smooth. It's just, yeah. It, the only way it is, it was just smooth. And it really, I, I mean, it, this was a great movie. I really did like it. And the only reason, the only reason it's not on my list is because if we're grading horror, I wanted to try and stick. I'm going to argue horror. that the ending solidifies its place in horror. No, I agree with you. I I honestly believe it's a horror movie, but I just there were so many more pure horror movies. That I I because I don't think it's I don't I wouldn't call it like pure horror, but in my opinion, that's a horror movie. The the kill scenes were brutal. Yep. It, uh, to me that to me that's kind of what sums up horror. I, I, this is the one movie I want to spoil. Beasts. He's a beast. <laughs> 
He's a psycho. He's a fucking beast. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm saying that's what makes and blood. Horror. Yeah. There was plenty of that. And in in horror fashion, by the way, it was yeah. not at all subtle or realistic. In in <laughs> even the minor characters, like the father in that movie, he does not have a big part at all. But every scene he was in, I fucking loved him, dude. Well, <laughs> that guy scares me legitimately and that's a good thing i believe that guy behaves like that outside of this movie and i know he doesn't i hope he i pray to god he doesn't but when i watched that i was so uncomfortable he is like creep dad 100 percent. he's all in yeah he's all in yeah. well that's our top movies can we talk about starry eyes real quick we should probably talk about the movies we didn't talk about so was there anything we really didn't talk about besides starry eyes um that's pretty incredible that is it that's the only one we didn't talk about so yeah let's talk about starry eyes which we both left off and both enjoyed see the starry eyes i guess i shouldn't say enjoyed (laughs) we watched (laughs) and respect respect's a good word (laughs) starry eyes was really well done yeah it was really well made it was soul crushing. Yep. I wouldn't say I was scared or terrified while watching it, but when it was over, I just felt like gutted. And it yeah. was horror. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was horror. It, oh yeah. It had the bees element, it had the blood element, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I think I think it did such a good job. It, it was meant to gut you. Yeah. And it did such a good job at it that it left it off my top five because I don't think I'd be able to sit through it again. In, in a way, it, it reminds me of the old, old, like, um, like a Rosemary's Baby, where it's so heavy. The horror is in the realism yeah. and the horrible situation you're put in. Yeah. And not so much the blood, boobs, and babes. Yeah. No, that's boobs. The blood, blood, boobs, 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 and boobs, and beasts. Yeah. It's not so much in that in as like, this is a nightmare that you're living in. Yeah. This girl's life prior to even the horror elements. is a fucking nightmare. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will never let my son go to Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Uh, you go watch Starry Eyes. That'll fucking damper your dreams. <laughs> yeah, go anyone wants to, yeah. Anyone that wants to run away and make it as an actress. What? An actor. Don't watch this. Watch Starry Eyes. <laughs> Well, Joe wants to kill you then because you'll kill yourself. I, I mean, it's brutal, but I thought it was great. It was. It had a little really bit of that old school. It started out with the old school feel. The music was really old school. It was really cool. Another one that was heavy That synth too. is coming yeah. back, man. Yeah, I like which it. I liked. And that, oh, well, yeah, that was in your next, right? Was the other, that was the third movie that I had seen with synth recently. So, yeah. guys, that is our top five. We're going to take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna play the guess, guess, guess the rating game. We don't have a name for it, so if you guys can come up with a cool name, guess the fucking rating. <laughs> We're gonna try and get. I'm gonna try and guess the Rotten Tomato scores for all these movies. I know this is a long episode, longer than usual, but it's our year in review. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we only had one episode, or no, two episodes <laughs> in 2014, it's our year in review. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Biggest, 
double horror show in history. I drink your blood and I eat your skin. Men become animals and eat their victims. I drink your blood and I eat your skin. an entire town with rabies and turns a group of men into a band of bloodthirsty zombies ravaging a peaceful countryside. I drink your blood and I eat your skin will make your blood curdle and your skin crawl. You will sit there and suffer through the tortures of the damned. You will sit and watch this shocking ugliness splashing across the screen. You will ask yourself, what acts of sadism will this electric knife be used for? What horrors will be performed with this axe, this hose, this dagger, this gun, this sword? All the implements necessary to make this the ultimate in adult horror films. We have painted a bloody picture, but it is only a small part of what actually takes place in I drink your blood and I eat your skin. Can you take it? If you have a strong constitution, we challenge you to test it and sit through. I drink your blood and I eat your skin. All right, guys, I'd like to thank our sponsor, a movie from 1970, for really helping us pay the bills here. I'm pretty sure we can use that without getting sued. There's no way those guys have money to pay the bills. <laughs> There's no way those guys are alive. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Uh, we're going to try and add those every week until we actually get real sponsors just because we think it's pretty cool. So if you guys have any suggestion for some grindhouse Great movies. Grindhouse yeah, because this one was incredible. We had to lead off with it. Um, guys, thanks for sticking with us. We know it's been a long episode. We're actually going to skip the best actors performances because it's like splitting hairs. Yeah. There's like five people that we were thinking about. We recorded it and just said forget about it. So we're just going to move on. We're going to go into a real segment though, which is guess what the rating of this we've changed the name of this like three times we'll come up with a name or if you have an idea for a name let us know but we're going to try and guess i'm going to try and guess the ratings of these movies from now are these the critics or the people okay so i have the uh, critic ratings for rotten tomato and then i have the imdb rating which would be people okay so we'll just do critic rating from rotten tomato and i'll guess so joe why don't you take over uh, is there any movie you want to start with? Just no. 
Nope, just I'm good. Off. Yeah. All right, guess. No, you know what? I got to start with Willow Creek. All right, let's do it. <laughs> guess the Willow Creek Rotten Tomato score. Now it's critic, so it's tough. <sighs> a f- a four? <laughs> really? Yeah. No, Sean. Rotten Tomatoes gave this an 86%. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. you, oh, I forgot it was in percentage. So honestly, I would have said, oh, yeah. okay, okay. said it was 40, though. Okay, 40, That's fine. Okay. 30 to 40, I would have said. 86%. That's fucking <laughs> unacceptable. It, it really is. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. <laughs> I'm going to write a little strongly worded letter to every single one of those critics. I can't believe critics... Jesus Christ, every horror movie I see is rated so low because critics just shit on horror movies constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Bobcat, <laughs> Bobcat who is on yeah, your payroll, Bobcat dude? You spent more money paying all these fucking critics to rate this <laughs> than you did on the fucking movie. Jesus Christ. You didn't see Exist, but I will tell you that I enjoyed Exist a lot more, and the yep. Rotten Tomato score is a 32%. So... 32% for exists. I don't even give a shit what movie it is. Will that's, Creek out, 86. that's unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Oh, my God. All right. What's uh, the next one? Uh, guess the sacrament. 83. 62%. Yes. All right, dude. I'm going to shit myself. I'm going to shit myself. What the? <laughs> Let's do the taking of Deborah Logan. 75. Rotten Tomatoes did not have a critic that scored it. So the audience score was a 52. Do you? You don't agree with that, right? No. That movie was awesome. Dude, even if it's not the best of the year, that is a good movie. (laughs) Willow Creek got a fucking 86. (laughs) Oh, my. This is out of control. Homebound. Housebound. Sorry. I've called it homebound Housebound. all week. Homeward bound. Uh, and when you search homebound, that is all you get. <laughs> Housebound. Uh, Housebound. 80. No. 96%. Totally agreeable. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I was guessing low because these assholes. I, I know. This is what makes it tough. Fuck. Baba Duke. 93. 97. 97. All right. I, I totally get those. That, that makes sense to me. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. 82. 78. So. All right. That's, that's really good. That's my best one. Starry Eyes. I, what do these people want from a movie? How is Willow Creek? I, I know, man. Dude, dude that, is like, that is your benchmark for how awful the internet is. <laughs> that is a benchmark because now nothing makes sense. Now the world doesn't make any sense. What was your next question? Uh, starry eyes. 90. 76. <gasps> I don't even know what to think about this. So this doesn't make any sense because I thought they were going after all the artsy fartsy stuff. I know. I know. And then starry eyes is rated it's, that low? Yeah. Dead I mean, Snow 2. Wait, what was the name you just said? Dead Snow 2. Oh, Dead Snow 2. Wow. Okay. I heard something. Nothing. I heard no words. <laughs> Dead Snow 2, 87. 83. Okay. The guest. Dude, I legitimately love this. 92. 89. All right. Well, I was close, but that's unacceptable. That movie was way better. Because that means there's somebody rating that that's like in the 70s. You're right. You know what I mean? To get to that low. So, yeah, I, 
I'm as much as I loved it. I'm okay. I'm I'm more okay with that than I am with the fucking Willow Creek score. The Willow Creek score just makes no sense. I gotta go look up those guys. <laughs> They're gonna be all fake. Did we did we say Town the Dread is Sundown? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did we say the the den? No. The den. Seventy two. Eighty percent. And finally, Tusk. Now this is a good one. Because this is going to be one where the contrarians come out and they're like, fuck Tusk, fuck Kevin Smith, this is garbage. 60. It's 39%. Whoa! <laughs> oh my God. Guys, you guys need to keep things in perspective. You need... <laughs> fuck. Fuck. You cannot rate that movie a 39 if if you've seen Willow Creek. I, I agree, man. I agree. I get subjectivity. That is not subjectivity. <laughs> that is bullshit. Somebody had to have rated it a zero. I don't know. I, I mean, my mind was boggled, too. So, Will Creek, I know we weren't going to do the IMDb scores, but it has an 86% Rotten Tomato score, but it has a 5.1 IMDb score. How? What's five? What is that out of? Out of, of 10. So, like a 50. So yeah, 51%. That makes more sense. Uh, oh, yes. That's, that's failing. Yeah. I would honestly put it in for the 30 to 40 range, but that no, that 50 makes sense because you know there's some maniac out there that's like, this is the best... <laughs> fucking twist i've ever seen in a movie <laughs> by the way guys uh spoilers then, it's the worst twist i've ever seen but then movie. housebound has a 96 percent on rotten tomato and a 6.8 on imdb that's so all the ratings are fucking that's bullshit yeah i don't know who to trust who do we trust guys trust the people us. or the critics trust us trust us yeah. well that's our show I want to thank. Oh, you know what? I Town of the Dreaded Sundown got a 5.6 on IMDb. That's, that's ridiculous. Fuck you. By the way, let's talk about one, one other thing really quick before we end the show. We'll, we'll go out on this. Can you um, can you tell me about the IMDb trivia for taking yes. Deborah Morgan? <laughs> so I always, like, whatever, after every movie I watch, I, I like to browse the trivia sections, you know, to see what went on while making the movie. And I should, I should have wrote this down. But it, it said on IMDb that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the original choice to play Deborah Logan in the take, taking of Deborah Logan, but he couldn't due to his marijuana arrest. <laughs> I don't even... I don't even know how to register that. <laughs> when Joe told me that, I laughed so hard. Uh, it makes no sense. You know, IMDb has never steered me wrong before, so I believe it. I just, I, I want to know, A, who wrote it and why. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> did, did, did go onto a website for that movie and make a bullshit claim like that <laughs> about that movie is so funny? All I could think about was like, we should just edit every horror movie's Wikipedia and IMDb with like random basketball players and original <laughs> casting decisions. Like, like uh, Latrell Sprewell was originally cast as Casey in Scream, but uh, you know he, he pursued other ventures. Could have, could have, or like, uh, like Charles Oakley was the Babadook. Yeah, or like <laughs> Moses Malone was the original, <laughs> the original Freddy Krueger, <laughs> but like dropped out to play more basketball. <laughs> Moses Malone was originally considering retirement before Robert England. <laughs> so stupid. I can't even. When Joe told me that, I laughed so hard. And it's still up. I checked the other day. It's still up. Yeah, because nobody's going on that trivia page and be like cross checking it. And there's not enough like trivia to like be like, well. It's the only thing listed. It's the only trivia listed. It make, cracks me up. Guys, I want to thank you all so, so much for listening. 
As always, we'd like to also thank Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. You can find him at harleypoe.com and facebook.com slash harleypoe. He also has links to Bandcamp and iTunes where you can purchase his music. And you can also check out our website, ihatehorror.com, and he's you can find his links on the sidebar there. Um, find me on Twitter, robot, at RobotsAteMe. Find me at... at fuck, I don't Do we even have to say at? Just yeah, just fucking find me. Joe V four Joe V four two one. You can find me on Instagram at uh, boognish nineteen eighty five. Woo woo. Uh, we have a Tumblr which I'm trying to update. I'm gonna give Joe the thing so he can work on it too. I hate horror That's probably where you'd find more of our daily stuff, where stuff we like that we'll post. Our website is really not utilized that much. We, hopefully, once we get enough of you requesting it, we'll put up a forum. That's honestly the only reason I'm keeping a normal website is the form and to host the, the, the audio files. Uh, but you can find our website, IHateHorror.com. All of our links to social media are there also. Most important thing, if you like us, please go rate and review us on iTunes. Give us a review. Subscribing also really helps. So please just hit the subscribe button. Even if you like looking at us another way, if you like going to the website and listening, just Go to iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe. It really helps us. And we are, by the way, on iTunes and Stitcher now. So nice. that happened this week. I think my other episodes, we said it anyway. But we are officially on there. We're looking good. And that's yeah. it. Guys, thank you so much. And we will see you soon. Thank you. Adios. Adios.